This is indeed a special day for us. And have all of my family here from across the country. I want y'all just to stand up for a moment. All of my folks who come in here across the country. God this morning. Yes. Say that with us. Yes. 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 Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Somewhere in the 116th Psalm, the prophet David wanted to tell us something. And he starts it off by saying, I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? Because he hath heard my voice, my supplication. When you get home, now I want you to read that whole thing. He said, I love him because he has inclined his ear unto me, and I will call upon him as long as I live. And then he goes through that, and he gets down to the 12th verse. After he gets through enumerating all of the things that he loves about the Lord, he said, what shall I render unto the Lord? What shall I render unto the Lord That's it. for all his benefits That's right. toward me? And then he, he talks about what he's going to do. I'm going to take this cup of salvation. I'm going to call upon his name. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pay my vows, pay my tithes. Yes, and, and he said, precious is the sight of the Lord when saints get ready to go to heaven. When he got through articulating all of that, the next chapter, the next thing that comes out of his mouth, he says, oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All ye people, praise him for his mercy, for kindness is great toward us. Nehemiah 85 says, when Ezra opened the book, all the people stood up. And I want you to 
be kind enough to turn to somebody, anybody, and tell them, my friend, God has been good enough to me. God has shown up, been good to me. Nothing and nobody will eliminate my thanks and dull my praise. That's right. Thank you. Be seated. <laughs> Amen. Tell them my praise. Nothing. I like that. If y'all hold your peace, the rocks will talk for you. My brothers and my sisters, that Bible word is deeply embedded in the 116th number of the Psalms. And he says again, what, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? He goes on to try to enumerate his trying to render and repay the Lord for all of his benefits to him. So I, I want to talk to us a few minutes this morning from the subject trying to repay God for all of his goodness. Sure enough, we are living in a world today that's drowning in selfishness all over the land. And women, boys, and girls are primarily concerned about themselves. Nobody but me. I, me, myself, and I. We're concerned about our own personal and private welfare. This concern about oneself and not the welfare of the common good causes us to develop a very negative mindset. Yes, sir. It is all and so much more about me, I, myself, a mindset. When we look at around the world we live in, we, we see an evil place horrific and catastrophic happenings. Charleston, Virginia. Buffalo, New York. You name it. And it's happening. Like the Apostle Paul, we can often feel troubled on every side because somehow we don't fit into the world's scheme of things. We could easily, in haste, find ourselves slipping into a dark place and thinking that everything is worthless. You remember Ecclesiastes said all is vanity yes, and sir. vexational spirit. Ain't nothing, nothing. <laughs> well, what can keep us from such a negative mindset? What can keep us from falling into that state of darkness? I tell you, we need to spend more time thinking about how blessed we are. Anybody here been blessed this morning? In spite of all that's going on, think about it. You and I are blessed beyond measure. I've told y'all all about that song. If the Lord never does anything else for me, he's already done enough. I like that. 
If you not do anything else, I know about myself, y'all. If the Lord never does one scintilla iota of another thing for me, I'm, he's already done more than enough. Now that's the first part of that song. But, but I don't like the last part. When you say he's done enough, I, I want some more. I don't know about you, but I, I want some more. I know he's done enough, but I still want some more. This world is in bad shape. We know that this world is in a mess, and if you keep looking at the world, you will get messed up. When you think about the God we serve and how blessed we are, you will call out to the good God we serve and ask him, what can I render for all the good stuff you've done for me? Psalm 68 and 19 said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of my salvation. Every day that's good, the Lord gives us a day of thanksgiving. You've heard that song, every day is a day of thanksgiving. God has been so good to me. Every day he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. Take the time to glorify the Lord today. He keeps blessing me, blessing me. He opened my eyes that I might see. Keeps blessing me, blessing me, blessing me. Take the time to glorify the Lord while you have the time. Maybe you don't have everything you want, but you got some food. That, that's all right. You got some salvation. God has blessed us with countless and innumerable blessings. Instead of counting sheep, you ought to count your blessings. The hymnologist said, count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. The question becomes, could we ever find a way to repay God? Well, I'm glad you asked. And I'm glad this morning that somebody has sense enough to cry out, what shall I render the Lord for all his goodness to me? Right now, when you make that confession, selfishness is changed. It is instantly translated into selflessness. When you really take time to look at this and to figure it all out, you know from Jump Street that these are benefits beyond our ability to pay. You can't begin to repay the Lord for all of his goodness to you. I don't care how hard you try. Back in Genesis 127 in the Psalm 103, 103, he said, the Lord is the creator of the universe. How can you repay that? How can you, the creature, repay the creator? Oh, I wish I had some help in here. Am I up here talking to myself? Am I up here by myself? I wish I had some witnesses out there. How can the creature repay the creator? How do you repay that? The Lord is the creator of the entire universe. How can you repay that? The Lord has kept us alive through providing for our physical needs. How can you repay that? How can you repeat? The Lord sent his only begotten son into the world to die for you that you might live. How can you repay that? The Lord has put up with your stupidity and your foolishness 
from the beginning of your life all the way down to now. How can you repay that? How do you repay that? God has been merciful and long-suffering with all humanity. How can you repay that? Well, we all know that the answer to every question above and many more that could be posed is that it's hard to try to bless God for all of his blessings. But thank God for someone who reminds us this morning that it's time to think about the goodness and the benefits of the Lord. Most times, you know, it's, it's gimme, 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 gimme. Most times we go with the gimme, gimme, gimme. But thank God somebody here this morning wants to give back instead of receiving. And you know what, you know what that is? You do know that it's more blessed to give than to receive. David, the sweet singer of Israel, the man after God's own heart, this is he who tells us that it's time for us to try to give something back to God for all of his benefits. You know that the Lord has been good to each and every one of us, whether we acknowledge it or not. Psalm 107 said, the redeemed of the Lord ought to say so. I'm reminded of a particular episode of the Andy Griffin show. In this show, Andy is talking to Aunt Bo. And another, they're sitting there eating white beans prepared by Aunt Bo. And she's praised by the guests. And at the same time, Andy doesn't say a whole lot. So she, a little put off by Andy, and she asked him, don't you like the food, Andy? And then Andy replied, I ate four bowls, didn't I? And if that ain't a tribute to white beans, I don't know what is. What he was trying to say is sometimes you have to not only just say it, you got to go and eat it. Can I get a witness here? Yes, if you want, how can I repay all of his benefits? Very quickly, I don't want to keep you too long. Unless I keep you too long this morning. David articulates his rendering to the Lord. First of all, he said, I will love the Lord. I will love the Lord. Tina Turner asked, what does love have to do with it? She was only with Ike because of what she could get out of him. But I want to tell Tina this morning, love has everything to do with it, honey. Love has everything to do with it. David said, I will love the Lord. He said that I love him. Look at that first verse. I love the Lord. I just have to start off my sermon by saying I love the Lord. My heart is full of gratitude. It's full of praise. I cannot help but sing in this prayer. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? He sits down and begins to write his thoughts and immediately he can't help but exclaim all the words. He goes on to say, he said that God has listened to me. I love the Lord because he heard my voice. And pleaded with my mercy because he's inclined himself to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. This is the real reason to love God. God has listened to you. God has listened to him. God has heard his prayers. God has played his prayers for mercy. God has inclined his ears unto him. That means that God has leaned his ears down toward him. We live in a time and an age where people don't listen to each other. We scream at each other. We scold at each other. We holler at each other. We argue with each other. We post creeds and prayers without taking time to listen, to digest the words of the person who is speaking to us. And we often feel that we are not being listened to, but that is not the case with God. God hears you yes, sir. when you call. Yes, God has heard my prayers. God has listened to our voices and we cry out to him. Because he's been gracious to me and has heard my prayers, I love him and I'm going to serve him all the days of my life. 
This is a good reason for serving God and for devoting ourselves to him. But it's not the only reason. We ought to worship and serve God because he hears our prayers and whether he doesn't hear our prayers, whether he sends joy or whether he sends sorrow, whether we are favored with prosperity or sucking deep affliction, we ought to still love the Lord. That's right. Because he created us. Men have worshipped God when they have no evidence that he heard their prayers. And some of the purest acts of devotion on earth are those which come from the very depths of our darkness and our sorrow. But it's not just that God has heard him. Also, God, he said, had lifted me. I'm so glad that the Lord lifted me. You know, that is the one thing that he says. He said, you didn't just hear me. But you came to my rescue. God has come to see about him. You heard him say, the snares of death encompassed me. The pains of Shoah laid a hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. But then I called upon the name of the Lord. He delivered me. The Lord preserves the simple. And he said, when I was brought low, he saved me. The psalmist speaks of a time where he finds himself close to death. He found himself in the pains of Shoel. He found himself in a very low and small place. And what does he do? He says he called upon the Lord. And God lifted him out of a low place. The old man C.H. Spurgeon said this way, said it this way. There are many ways in which the child of God may be brought low. But the help of God is as various as the needs of his people. He supplies our necessities when impoverished. He restores our character when we are maligned. Right. He raises up friends for us when we are deserted and friendless. He comforts us when we are despondent. He heals our diseases when we are sick. Yes, Listen to me today. There are thousands in the church of God at times who can each one of them say for himself, I was brought low and the Lord helped me. Now believe me that whenever this can be said, it should be said to the praise and the glory of God. God's grace and for the comforting of others who may pass through this same ordeal. The second thing that David said, he said, I will call upon him. When is the last time you prayed to God? When is the last time you called upon him? David said, I will call upon him as long as I live. You remember the Lord made a solemn promise to us in 2 Chronicles 7:14. He said, If my people, which you call by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Oh, I wish I had a witness here this morning. Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. Forgive their sin, will heal their land. Because he has inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call upon him as long as I live. In Psalm 145, he said, The Lord is near to all who call upon him, and all who call upon him in sincerity and in truth. For there is no distinction between the Jew and the Greek. White and black, all alike. If you call him, I dare you to call him. God will show enough answer your prayer. Look to him for everything you need. He's the source and supply of everything you ever need. Do not turn to anyone but him for what you need. Do not give praise or love to any other gold. Idols, call upon him. Walk before him in the land of the living. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him. And he said, I am the Lord Almighty. I want you to walk and live habitually before me and be perfect, wholehearted, and complete. Well, Abraham has five, five years on me. 
But if he don't watch out, I'm gonna catch up with him. Can I get a witness here? Let me tell you, let me say again, I, my testimony, Abraham, is that all my life, all of my life, I've been blessed with God. All of my life, I've been blessed with God. All of my life, he's been mighty good to me. In fact, he's been more than good to me. The fact is that he's been better than good. Somebody said the Lord is good. I'll say to them that ears is too small. You got to say the Lord are good. The Lord are good all the time. So I, I, today, we should serve God with all of our heart down here. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until you die to try to start serving him. It may be too late. You may not even make heaven if you don't serve him right now. Live for it with all your heart while you can. David said, I will take up the cup of salvation. Call upon the name of the Lord. Think about it. The devil had you in his clutches and was about to come in for the kill. He tried to assassinate the destiny God had for you. But somehow or another, God stepped in and gave you some grace. Have I got a witness here? The past tried to ruin your reputation. The enemy tried to destroy your name. The enemy tried to steal everything God had for your life. But God, but God, God gave you grace. God, you know, that's one of the biggest buts in the Bible. But God, your own dog tried to corrupt you and disrupt you. But God, justice demanded you should die. But God, the doctor said there's no hope for you. But God, God gave you grace. The bank manager said no to your loan. But God gave you grace. You didn't have a whole lot of education. But God gave you grace. How, how, how? You thought you were about to lose your mind, but God gave you grace. Family may have turned that back on you, but because of his grace, God stepped in. That so-called spouse of yours tried to fake you out, and that partner that you have tried to put you back, but God stepped in. That man left you with your kids, your bills, and HIV, but God gave you some grace. You know people in jail. You know people in the grave, but God gave you grace. If you have, should have been dead long time ago, but God gave you some grace. Because of his grace, if it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be? You're living now in favor, you're living in grace. You're walking in grace, you're moving in grace, you're resting in grace. I thank God for God's grace. I don't know about you, but if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? If it wasn't for the grace of God, where would I be? That's why Andre Clark said, how can I say thanks for all the things you've done for me? Things so undeserved, yet you gave your life to prove for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it all. Owe it all to God. To God. Come on, help me him on. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Somebody help me right now. With his blood, he saved me. With his power, he raised me. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Just let me live my life. Let it be pleasing, Lord, to thee. 
And if I gain any praise, let it go to Calvary. Can I get a witness here this morning? Oh, I tell you, sitting up here in church is not enough. Ritual worship is not enough. Entertainment is not going to work anymore. I need somebody to say, let me give God some praise. Can I get a witness here? Well, along with David, I'm vowing this morning, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. David said, I believe. I, therefore, I was greatly afflicted. But I said in haste, everything is nothing. But I came to my real senses and I cried out, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefit? My brother and my sister, I don't have the time to tell you all of what he did. I don't have time to tell you all of the things that he articulated and listed. But he said, I will take the cup of salvation. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I'll pay my vows. I'm going to take time to pray. I'm going to give my offering unto the Lord. I will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I will call, always call upon the name of the Lord. Well, I need to get out of here now. Let me utilize a little bit of my sanctified imagination. Right. Said that by the time David got through talking about all the goodness of God, by the time he got finished, and he felt a shout coming on. Can I get a witness here? Anybody here feel like I feel? Yes, a shout coming on. He said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? Well, he said, I'll take the cup of salvation. I call upon the name of the Lord. I pay my vows. I pay my tithe. I will give my offering. And now in the presence of the Lord, I'll offer sacrifices of joy. But wait a minute. I said, let me utilize my sanctified imagination. And by the time David got through of talking about all of what he wanted to do, he said, I feel a shout coming on. My brother and my sister, somebody else, you ought not wait until the battle is over. You ought to shout now. David said, I feel like going on. You don't believe me? Well, I tell you, look at that Psalm 117. David starts out by saying, praise the Lord. All nations, praise the Lord. He's mighty good to me, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. I'm all through now, but before I go, let me ask you if there's anybody here who wants to give God some praise. Is there anybody here who want to thank God for all of his goodness? Is there anybody here who don't mind praising God? Hallelujah. Well, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it all by myself. Can I get a witness here? I want to testify that he woke me up. He woke me up this morning. Started on my way. Didn't let me sleep too late. Woke me up right on time. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, Lord. You heard my prayer. Love you, Lord. You heard my cry. And long as I live, I'm going to hasten to your throne. The door of the church is open. There might be somebody here this morning who want to testify to the goodness of the Lord and say, I love the Lord. You heard my cry. Pitied every groan. Long as I live and trouble rise, I'm going to hasten to his throne. To God be the glory.
how can I say thanks? 